Good evening. Welcome to Devotions for Worship. I'm Pastor Eric Tritton. Thank you for being with me. Our devotion begins with words of comfort from Isaiah 32, where we are reminded that God is like a hiding place from the wind, like a shelter from the storm, like streams of water in a dry place, and like the shade of a great rock in a weary land. We pray. Lighten our darkness, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. Forgive us for the sins we have committed this day, those we know and those which we are unaware of. For the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our catechism reflection this evening is on the fifth commandment. The fifth commandment says, you shall not murder. What does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we do not hurt or harm our neighbor in his body, but help and support him in every physical need. Luther explains the fifth commandment with some more detail in the large commandment, where he says, Therefore, the entire sum of what it means not to murder is to be impressed most clearly upon the simple-minded, in the first place, we must harm no one, either with our hand or by deed. We must not use our tongue to instigate or counsel harm. We must neither use nor agree to use any means or methods by which another person may be injured. Finally, the heart must not be ill-disposed toward anyone, or with another person ill in anger, or do another person ill with anger and hatred. Then body and soul may be innocent toward everyone, but especially toward those who wish you evil or inflict such things upon you. For to do evil to someone who wishes you good and does you good is not human, but devilish. Second, a person who does evil to his neighbor is not the only one guilty under this commandment. It also applies to anyone who can do his neighbor good, prevent or resist evil, defend and save his neighbor so that no bodily harm or hurt happen to him, yet does not do it. If, therefore, you send away someone who is naked when you could clothe them, you have caused him to freeze to death. If you see someone suffer hunger and do not give him food, you have caused him to starve. So also, if you see anyone innocently sentenced to death or in similar distress and do not save him, although you know the way and means to do so, you have killed him. It will not do for you to make the excuse that you did not provide any help, counsel, or aid to harm him. For you have withheld your love from him and deprived him of the benefit by which his life would have been saved. You see, this commandment is rooted in love, and it forces us to ask how we should love our neighbor. Jesus' life, ministry, death, and resurrection provide the model for us. But even more than that, they provide us with God's mercy, forgiveness, and new life to live as God's beloved children, loving Him and one another for Christ's sake. Please join me in praying the Lord's Prayer. 
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Thank you so much for being with me this evening. May God bless you and give you restful, peaceful sleep. And I hope that when you wake up in the morning, you'll join me for a morning devotion.